0: everyone. It is Wednesday and it is my favorite time of the week. I so enjoy coming on and talking with you all. It's sort of a very serene place for me. I have a sense of connection with you all and I've had a very um, intense week since my last show because my wonderful fabulous Assistant Kathy, who you've all heard me say she was my right arm, my left arm, my right leg, and my left leg. She resigned last week, and I knew right from the get-go that whenever you have a a relatively big event like that happen, and she's been working for me six or seven years, so we have developed a terrific um, connection, and she's been fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. So when we have an event like that, it always means that there's that this kind of change has been, we've called it in. We're not victimized by anything. And right from the start, I knew, even though I didn't know where I was going to go or who I was going to hire, I knew from the depth of my heart that the disconnection with her would only mean something better for both of us. Not that anything was bad. It's just that we're all in this, life and in this world for growth, for change, for shifting, for unfolding, and I knew that that's what it meant. It meant that I was going to be and she was going to be unfolding in some different arenas and expanding or whatever, because everybody is different. So I always knew from the get-go that it was okay, and I was never upset or angry about it. Uh, I mean, I would never be, so uh, I wouldn't be angry certainly, but I wasn't upset or or worried. But it kind of felt a little bit like it threw my life up in the air and I didn't know where the various (laughs) pieces would drop. It brought a lot of things into question and um, very quickly, one thing after another seems to be falling in line. I put an ad in the paper, not in the paper, in Craig's List, and honestly, I feel like I'm overwhelmed by the amount of wonderful, fabulous people that responded. I had over 150 applicants going on 200. And some, you know, a, a couple, three, four dozen of those people are really fabulous. So it's been very busy um, going through everything and speaking to people, interviewing them first on the phone and then having live interviews and trying to have my regular work life at the same time. So it's been extremely busy. And here I am on um, Wednesday feeling like, how am I going to make a choice? Because I've interviewed, I think, six people who have been fabulous. I have several more to interview. And I just feel lucky, fortunate that life is, life is really unfolding in a wonderful way for me, and I'm, I'm just just feeling great but it was so nice to have Wednesday appear on my schedule thinking yay I get to just be with my buddies out there in Radioland and it's just a very wonderful place for me so I just want to thank everybody who listens whether it's live or the archive show I just want to thank everybody because I was so looking forward to just the quiet time just to chat with you guys and to help. Now today I have a healing request from Karen and I'll tell you what she's requesting and then I'm going to talk a little bit about something related to her request before I do the actual healing. Anyway, um, her request is for regular income improvement as well as guidance in finding her creative passion. And she says that she have, she often gets scattered and therefore unproductive. And so she needs some uh, some guidance or some focus in that arena. She feels a lot of things are going fine. Uh, she has requested healings in the past, which is great. I encourage anybody and everyone, please, to either call in 646-668-8565. That's 646-668. Six six eight eighty five sixty five, or to email me with a request because a lot of people can't do the live show they're off at work and my email is richmond at aol it's j r i c h m o n d at com. take advantage to some of this help because it's not the magic bullet it's not going to suddenly heal your life but it's going to help you move And shift in some ways sometimes it'll be a major way sometimes it'll be a minor way you might not even realize it's related because that does happen but in any case it's going to be a jump start and I have several people that take advantage more than once they come back over and over they see shifts and changes in their lives in certain ways and so they come back for sort of another (laughs) another piece uh, another bit of help and I'm just so happy to do that. That's why I'm on the show. That's why I'm out there. So please don't be shy, and I will get to you for sure. If you, Either you can call now, again, 646-668-8565, or if you email me at janetrichmond.com. no. Oops, I gave you my personal email first. Oops, it's Janet at JanetRichmond.com. Forget the personal email, guys. (laughs) It came out of my mouth. So it's Janet at JanetRichmond.com. So forget the personal email, okay? (laughs) Anyway, Janet at JanetRichmond.com. And I will definitely get to you uh, on the radio because a healing in... uh, the distance, so to speak, without you even hearing it when I'm doing it, is as effective. I, of course, encourage everybody to listen to the healing because when we get something in consciousness, even if it's after the fact, it's much more powerful. Okay, so what I wanted to talk about before I get to Karen's healing is that asking for regular income improvement and uh, as well as finding her guidance guidance. Um, finding guidance for her creative passion. I've done a lot of healing on this series of shows this year and on past shows. I've done a lot of healings in my meetup groups. I've addressed it in my book, Choices. I I hardly ever think to um, mention my book, Choices, but it's Choices, Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints. And you can get it on Amazon, you can get it on my website, you can get it as an e-book, a print book. There's a lot of ways and a lot of, things you can do. It's on iBooks, it's on Book Nook, it's on, it's on every, everything. So, um, you know, please feel free to, to get the book. But in other words, I have this financial issue addressed in any way and in every way that I can, because it bears repeating over and over again. Why? Because on this particular planet... The divine energy that it has been infused with, this planet, our planet Earth, is the divine energy of material balance. Okay, now what exactly does that mean? Now, it doesn't mean that it's just related to finances or the balance of the, what the material things we have in our life. That's what it may seem like on the surface because it says material, it's material balance. How and, and In fact, the energy can play out in those arenas, but material balance, divine material balance, is simply about materializing from the abstract to the concrete in a state of balance. So it's not just about materializing all the fancy toys we want in our lives, you know, the fancy cars, the jewels, the bling, whatever. It needs to be in a state of balance. So... So it, it can play out with finances and material things. It, it, that's an arena that many of us on this planet find that we play it out in. But it is not just in that arena, okay? This is the I have planet. And the I have, again, is not necessarily what we associate with the material world. It's not I have finally the best car I ever wanted or I have my fancy house or I have my um, my favorite sapphire ring or something it's not about that it can be but it's not limited to that it is it means that we have materialized in the in a balanced manner whatever it can be gifts and talents for example many of us have gifts and talents that aren't materialized or we've materialized them in some small way but they aren't you know, they get put aside for everything else in life and they're not in a state of material balance. Okay. So, we many of us have gifts and talents in the world, but if it sits in the unmaterialized state in our life pattern, then we have lack. Another way to say it is that we have the don't have and we're out of balance. So, The material balance is a very powerful, exciting, wonderful energy because it actually helps us with bringing into manifestation into our lives to materialize out of the abstract into the concrete in a state of balance, whatever it is that we want. It can be, as I said, the gifts and talents. It can play out in the financial arena. It can also play out in relationships materializing a balanced relationship with the self with others families significant others whatever so this is a very powerful powerful energy and virtually every human soul on this planet has an issue with material balance or it would not have chosen to manifest here to to reincarnate here i should say There are many, many thousands and tens of thousands of planets around the human kingdom universe and each one carries uh, different energy fields, different divine energies that it has been infused with. That's a whole huge topic that will be addressed in some future book of mine and will eventually get out on the radio. But we all have an issue in some way. Sometimes we materialize a lot of bling or a lot of stuff but we're out of balance with the spiritual side of our lives so it's not about becoming it, it's about instead of being on one end of the extreme or the other it's about, or in the state of lack it's about manifesting in that balanced manner whatever it is whatever part of our lives we we want to manifest out of the the abstract. It's one thing to think, gee, I really want to have that balanced relationship with a significant other. It's another to bring that abstract thought into material manifestation. So this energy is very powerful. And in fact, Karen's request to get more um, regular income and guidance in finding her creative passion that's actually, both of those are related to this issue. Both of those requests are related to the material balance. So here's an opportunity for me to work on her and, of course, you, with you all, to bring this material balance in both these arena into her life, into a higher state, into a higher frequency, into... Um, healing it so that she can more actively become leave the state of lack in whatever arena it's in, whatever level it's in and bring in the I have and that's what we are going to, what I'm going to work on with Karen and I'm I'm encouraging all of you to please do the same for yourselves. I will make sure when I'm going through the healing that you all are brought in and um, this was so important that I've decided, I think last week I said I was going to bring in the FA or the Fear Anonymous. If I have time at the end of the show, I am going to do it. However, I'm not sure I'm going to go the full two hours today simply because it has been a very, very busy, 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 intense week for me, and I may just kind of Put it off till next week but we're definitely going to get to that fear anonymous at some point and I'm, I'm sorry but when I get a request for a healing a personal healing that has to be a priority so I'm starting with Karen now I want to I want to um, just give some exam an example now remember with this work whatever we do it's permanent so we don't go backwards But with something like material balance issues in our lives, it is basically, for all of us, it's one of the most, the biggest, most entrenched, most difficult issue for us to tackle, no matter how or where it's playing out in our lives. So it is really important for us to become aware of it and to neutralize whenever we can. And let me give you some examples from my own life. When I was younger, I had a very significant pattern of what I used to call financial loss. And, you know, I'd have some good money for whatever reason, and then I'd lose it. (laughs) And it's not worth giving you any details, because I think all of us have had financial loss in our lives in some way, shape, or form. And so when I first learned about this work, I did work a lot on the financial loss. I wanted to stop... I was able to earn money at some level. I was able to bring money in in various ways, shapes, and forms, but I never seemed to be able to hold on to it, and I had this financial loss pattern, and I worked hard on it, and I found so many things behind it, which I can't even remember anymore. Uh, I have them somewhere, I hope written down and one day if I ever do a memoir I'll put something like that in there but I had a lot of things in there and slowly but surely the financial loss pattern started to um, become less and less and less and one of the things that was really significant about it is that when I got down to very little money because whatever happened you know I lost money um, I wouldn't get at all anxious or worried, I never, I just knew I would never be homeless, I would never be living in my car, I just knew that that money would manifest in some way, and that's exactly what happened, however, who wants to get down to, even if you're confident that the money is going to manifest, who wants to be in that state, so after the financial loss pattern, I started to work on getting the the just what karen is working for getting the consistency to have the regular to have the money in there to give me the support financial support so i can unfold my destiny pattern and what happened then is i got money in from an unexpected source completely unexpected and i had and i had built up some equity in my home, which I sold a couple of years ago, and I also sold my my own business. I had an accounting business um, for 20 years, and I, you know, I built it up and it was doing well. And I was able to sell that. I sold that what about five, six years ago. Um, and so I I had that financial support so that I was able to move into doing this work that I'm doing now, to to having time to write the book, the two books, to having a time to support myself and the the growth of what I want to do and what I want to unfold. So I have that security. So working on that really helped. Now, however, I've decided I don't want to go and use up the last of my savings, right? So now I'm working hard on um, bringing in and earning the, you know, my keep. Now I had a, an accounting business, and I certainly earned my keep with that. But there was always seemed to be something that, whenever I had a cushion, the cushion was, you know, some crisis or some problem or some issue or whatever. That was part of my financial loss pattern. So now I'm I'm working to not only maintain the savings, but also to increase the learning capacity, the earning capacity, and to move out. For me the moving out and increasing the earnings is really a symbol to, which would mean that I'm getting this information out to more people. That's really what I want to do is I want to get the information out to more people. I want, because it's this self-help part of the higher self information is absolutely each and every one of yours right to have. I practically give this information away because it's, Everybody has the ability to change their lives, 100%. We all have that ability. We all have that right. We came in with it. We just have to learn about it and then utilize it. And so when I, by earning more money and getting out there, it means, yes, I'm reaching more people. So it's a symbolic thing. The earning money for me becomes symbolic of, yay, more and more people are hearing this information. More and more people are understanding that they don't have to go to school for a year and get a certificate. They don't have to pay big bucks. My radio shows are free, and I have all the information on my radio shows. They're all archived on my website. These current ones are on um, Blog Talk Radio. I think I even have. I think I even on iTunes. Although I'm not positive, but I think I am. Um, I think you just put my name in. and You can get them off iTunes. So I I really believe in this work. So I'm so committed to it. And it's it's just wonderful work. But I I'm not there to do it for everyone. And how great is it that everyone can do it for themselves? <laughs> I mean it's just so great. Anyway. By the way, I do see I have a caller with a question. Terrific. It's um, The caller is 2323, the last four digits, and I will get to you. If you can just hold for a second. Um, I want to finish up this material balance thing. But in any case, the great thing about this work is that you don't have to get to the end game to have it completely perfect. You haven't manifested 100% in order to get some very significant shifts and changes. It's been fabulous for me, absolutely fabulous, and I have no more anxieties, no more worries, no more anything about my finances, because I know it's going to continue to unfold. There's an inner, solid knowing that it's going to unfold in the highest ideal and in a state of balance for me, so I'm thrilled. Now, there's one more thing I'm going to mention, and then I will take the caller before I go to Karen. Karen. but I do want to finish up what I was going to talk, what I'm here to, you know, what I brought to you talk about this material balance. One of the things that, if you all are familiar with my types of healings, is that I go in and pull out patterns and belief systems and self-identities and misunderstandings and emotional issues that are behind whatever it is, the issue or the problem or the discomfort or whatever that... Somebody comes to me with now you may not always relate to these things and but a lot of times you will resonate with what I say but one of the things I wanted to say is that even when you don't resonate there are belief systems we carry from other lives that are still powerful and can still affect our manifestation in this life even if in this life We don't have that in our conscious mind. And I've said this before, but I I just came upon an example with someone that um, I want to share because it was very interesting. Okay, now I was um, working on uh, someone and whatever their issue was, which isn't important, there was this feeling of inferiority that came up. And this person really felt tremendously inferior and she didn't feel as good as others and was, you know, playing out these secondary roles. She had a lot lot of lifetimes as either a slave or a servant or someone who was very much in the background and she had taken on this whole belief system of being inferior. And she also began to believe that she was inferior. So then she moved out, um, and took on self-sacrifice and a service pattern and pleasing others to the point of really hurting herself because that was her coping style, that she felt that she actually was very inferior. She took that belief system on herself and then felt the only way she could get love, the only way she could get respect, the only way way she could get much of anything was to, at the point of self-sacrifice, give of herself in order to get something back. Now, of course, we worked on that, and that was great, and it had to do with the issue that she came in. But what came up was so interesting, which is what I want to share with you, that a corollary or a, another belief that was hooked in here that had was not related to the direct issue we had been, you know, had been working on, but it turned out to be something that <laughs> really was necessary for her in her life um, – It came out that there was a belief system that because she was inferior, she couldn't do as well or better than anybody else in her life pattern that was significant. In other words, she couldn't be as good an earner. She couldn't be as um, successful. And so she actually, because she had that belief system, she actually was holding back at her own personal success, her own personal financial uh, balance. And it was so amazing because she had no consciousness of it. She never thought for a minute, oh, I can't be as successful as my sisters and brothers. Never thought of that in a a million years. She just thought she was, you know, her sisters and brothers are more successful than her. And that was her kind of quote unquote lot in life. We, we have seen similar things, I know, in the past in certain societies, and I think certainly even here now. If there's a family of, of women, the younger ones feel they need to wait to be married before the older one or the oldest one gets married. Now, that's not so present now, but we all know it's been prevalent in, you know, certain times, uh, decades, for decades, centuries, century ago and before that, there, there have been plenty of instances of that and i'm sure in the same this operated in a very same way in some for some reason this inferiority thing made her was even though it wasn't conscious it was operational in a very powerful way that she couldn't be as successful as various some lives i'm sure it was loved ones some lives it was probably co-workers or whatever or whoever she was working with. And so she would hold herself back back, energetically and was just, whenever she was on the verge of success, she would probably uh, bring in some sort of something that would jeopardize it. That would, she would lose the job or she would uh, be moved into another arena that she didn't do as well or her significant other would move to another state and she, (laughs) she had to change jobs, and so she turns out she had, this particular person I was working on did have a series of issues with not being able to be successful, but she had no idea, nor would I have, unless I had gotten this information, that it was hooked on to this inferiority thing and that she actually believed that she couldn't succeed, she couldn't be as successful. She couldn't manifest as much as certain people, and I'm sure in each lifetime it was different who it was. And so she was holding herself back. And so, boy, did we work on that a lot. And it was a sneaky kind of belief. It all makes sense, but it did take us by surprise. It was sneaky, but powerful. And that's why when I do these healings, whatever I come up with, even though they sound a little weird, I'm going to speak it out. Um, and there are times where I get things for people they can't relate to. Like at first, this this woman was like, oh, my God, I really, I never thought that consciously. So, um Bottom line, the all end all, she's thrilled to get rid of it. So that also pertains, these kind of sneaky things that we carry, that when we do the healing, when I do a healing on an individual for the show, even if you don't think you have some issue that comes up for that individual, go ahead and let it go, release it, and have it be neutralized. Because there's a good chance, a better than good chance, there's a high probability that Each and every one of you will have that issue, whatever it may be. So just, it never hurts. And heaven forbid you don't have it, well, nothing will happen. You can't hurt. There's no harm. There's no foul. There's no problem. There's never any harm when we're working with these divine energies. They can't trespass. They can't harm. Yada, yada, yada. So um, I know I keep saying that. But anyway, so now um, when I... I'm going to take the call, so instead of going to Karen, but at least I've discussed this material balance in full, so you all know when we get to Karen, but let me get the call, and so the caller ending in 2323, I'm just turning your mic on, wait a minute, what the heck, oh, here we go, hello? Hi, Janet, you get to kill two birds with one stone, it's Karen. Oh, good. What I couldn't do? find. I couldn't get to you on uh, the computer. I tried all different ways, and it just kept uh, going back to another uh, uh, another show. And oh I, dear. I had an idea. So anyway, so I and said I, I have to call in. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's your name? Karen. Oh, it's is Karen. 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 That's what I said oh, you're killing. You I thought. Oh. Oh, sorry, Karen. I didn't recognize your voice. Oh, well, I said, I said, Karen, I guess you didn't hear me, but anyway. No, I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. Uh, That's all Great. Oh, I'm glad that you called in. This is great. And I'm sorry you couldn't get in. I wonder if other people are having that problem. So did you call in on Skype? Is that what you did? Yes. Okay. Well, I'm not sure how to handle it because I actually heard that from one other person. But I was just hoping it wasn't a common problem. But now that I've heard it twice, I think, you know, I'm going to have to deal with it. But I don't I don't have time at the moment to deal with it. So I'm just going to let the callers know if you can call in on Skype to Blog Talk Radio. Is that what you did then? You called in? Um, yeah, yeah, because the default player, the new window that, you know, I went from your website, I went from your email, I went, you know, I tried. And, and Blog Talk, I, I often have, a problem, and I have to try a couple of different things. But it usually, you know, did I you try the phone number then? The, the phone number that I give, out, I give out. I just called the Skype number. That's on. Okay, the, but uh, you had you tried the phone number that 646-668? That's the one you I'm did. on. Yeah, but you're you're on it through Skype. You're not on it through the telephone. Well, oh, no, you're right, you're right. I'm on, I'm sorry, I'm, because I see the, the Skype, the S next to it. Um, no, so it's just the regular phone. I didn't. Oh, okay. First. okay. Well, maybe sorry. the phone number does, no, 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 that's all right. Maybe the phone number does work. Um, I hope. <laughs> I keep giving yeah, it out. So. I got through right away that way. But Okay, cool, cool. All right, so I can go straight to you then for the healing. Did you have yeah. anything you want to add or clarify, well, or just uh, just this morning, my regular, my one regular client canceled and wants to talk to me face to face. It all sounds very ominous, and I'm scared to death. And I'm trying to stay neutral, but it sounds like you know it doesn't. It just doesn't sound good. Um, so. I okay. that's thing that's going on, which sort of adds to, you know, the other, which, I mean, this is my uh, solid, you know, basic right. income, which right. might be going away. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, oh dear. Um, well, because I don't have another caller, I, I'm going to work on both of these for you. Um, the they may and probably are interrelated, but I also I just I don't know I'm just getting a hit from this. I want to work on this too for you. Okay. Uh, when is have you set the appointment for the face-to-face talk? Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay. Okay. Well, then it's not happening later this afternoon and um, so I'm going to I'm going to try to address both hopefully Um, I'm sure they're somewhat related but it it doesn't hurt to also focus specific into the specifics okay so are you ready I am (laughs) you pretty much (laughs) know the drill Um, yeah so just one second I'm getting I'm getting warm, um, and so I just turned off the light because it generates heat, and I get warmer working with the energy. So this is better. Okay, so you know the you know the drill, and I want to just address all the other listeners. If you haven't ever been on the show or heard it, I mean, listened to the show before, whether live or archived. Every healing I do works for everyone who listens, past, you know, present and future, and. I set it up so that we, we go into a energetic space that includes the past now, the present now, and the future now. And so no matter when anybody's listening, you can and will be able to partake and participate. And it's important that each person um, become their own active participant. And when I'm working for the individual, in this case Karen, I want everybody to release and and move the energetic pattern, whether it's an emotion or a belief system, move your own into your own light. And I set it up that way, and I think it will be clear as I go, but I just wanted to say this can be a very powerful session for everyone who is listening. And I have, for example, meetup group five or eight, or 12 or 15 people, how many come. And when I do the individual healings in the group, often, every single meetup, somebody will say, oh, I got such a great release when your healing was being done, and they, even though they had one on their own. So it really works. I want to encourage everyone to be that active participant and cooperate just by allowing the releases, but also saying, okay, I want to release, I am releasing, I am neutralizing, or whatever, however you want to put it, and you'll get a lot of examples, and you can follow what I say if you're brand new at it. Those who have done it before, you know what I'm talking about. And if something comes up for you that I don't say for the individual, you don't have to just sit there with it. You can release that, too, because there will be... Things that get triggered off for each individual listener that's slightly different than what I'm saying. But feel free. Not only feel free, but I encourage you to release those issues, those thoughts, those beliefs, those emotions, whatever it is, release those into your life as well. So you can make your own healing very, very powerful by becoming that active participant. Okay, Karen. So I want everybody, Karen, you... Um, we're all going to quiet our minds, focus, strike focus, just take a few deep breaths, just allow yourself to draw that mind's eye in, begin to focus by being, you can be aware of the things going on around you, that's all right, but focus on my voice, and my voice hopefully will bring you into this Space where the mind's eye is utilizing the conscious focus and it's not running rampant with all the things that we often think in our minds. And the conscious focus is very, very important because it's the conscious focus that allows us to turn on the divine energies, that allows us to invite them in and allows them to work within our free will arena. We're in the human kingdom, we're within the free will kingdom, and the divine will cannot trespass. We have to ask it. We have to give it permission to move in. And once we give permission to those divine energies to operate, we're golden, guys. So we want to activate this focus of attention. We, and the other aspect of drawing that mind's eye in is I like to use the technique where we focus on the different parts of the body. I want you to focus on the positioning of the arms and legs, the hands and feet, even how they contact the, whatever you're sitting on and each other. Are your legs crossed? Are they separate? Are your hands in your lap? Are they uh, across your chest or your stomach? How are you, low, how are you, how is your physical body positioned? And this is important because it's a simple technique to draw all of us into that now moment. By utilizing this focus of attention, by listening to my voice and simply bringing that mind in and focusing on the body, it's a simple technique to activate the energy field of the now moment. And it isn't fleeting. It isn't one, 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 you know, each instant. It is an energetic field that we can manipulate with our focus of attention. And I want you to visualize it, experience it, feel it, imagine it simply as an energetic field, like an orb around you. And we all, and I get to see kind of a conglomerate picture, and I'm seeing the orb around Karen, and I'm seeing um, many other orbs around others that will be either participating live at this moment, or they are participating in the future now and what we're going to do is we are going to now take that focus of attention and just simply expand the now moment and I'm watching it expand it's very fun just to watch that now moment expand for all of us and as it expanded it was very interesting now we're all within the the expanded now moment and the expanded now moment just keeps expanding and it is reaching and expanding symbolically to wherever it needs to go to encompass the past now for each and every one of us, certainly the present now and the future now. And because it encompasses all of it, I am able to perceive in a general way all of the listeners, current and future listeners. It also means that we can pull out when we do the healing it's a very efficient space it's a very very efficient space for healing because it means when I go to pull out issues or patterns or emotions or uh, belief systems or self identities that are standing in someone's way I am reaching deep into the past and future now I'm not just dealing with the right now I'm dealing with so much, and it allows the individual and each of you listeners to get even more, to get more into it deeper, to to pull out, to release, to neutralize even more. It makes it expands the healing, and it, and it um, accelerates the healing. So, uh, or accelerates the coming manifestations or the results of the healing. Okay, so we're now standing in this eternal now moment. It's really beautiful. And I want each, I want you Karen and each listener to please focus on that pure soul essence light. That pure soul essence light is what I mentioned about early in the show. This is what every each and every soul has. This is what we come in with to every single life and in between every life from the earliest time. We were born as minerals each and every soul, no matter how evolved, no matter how high the frequency or how low carries the pure soul essence light because each and every one of us is an expression of the originating source. And I liken it to that we each in every single cell in our physical body, we carry the DNA from our parents. A cell may manifest as you know, a blood cell or a brain cell. It doesn't matter, but the full double helix is carried within each cell. So whether the soul is manifesting as a mineral or a plant or an animal or a human or some more highly evolved uh, soul, and trust me, there are hugely more highly evolved souls, the each soul is an expression of the originating source. We just are expressing at a different frequency level. So this pure soul essence is what we all carry and it is everything that originating source was, is and is becoming. There is a symbolic thread between our pure soul essence and the whole of the originating source. There's constant flow back and forth through this thread And we are continually connected. And by focusing on the thread, it's divine energy. Again, it cannot trespass. By focusing on that beautiful pure soul essence light, we are activating it and inviting it to come in and help us today. We are giving it permission. So I want everyone to see it. You can use a symbol, spark of light, a flame of a candle, the symbol I've come to love and use almost exclusively now is the symbol of the sun the sun is so powerful in its own right the actual sun that using the sun as a symbol for our pure soul essence brings to mind the connotation of just how powerful that pure soul essence light is it is the purest, most perfect most powerful most potent point of power that we carry that every soul carries And I want everyone to just envision this beautiful sunlight, pulsing it out, expanding it, moving it in through and around the physical body, in through and around all of our etheric or energetic bodies, and continuing to expand it. And what I'm seeing is that everyone is expanding and filling this forever now moment. It is an incredible, powerful array of light that is bigger than you can imagine, it's bigger than the planet, it encompasses the planet, and it's moved out into the symbolic ethers, the atmosphere beyond, into the human kingdom universe. And there are many souls uh, that I perceive that come in and partake of this light. It's a simple way, simply by... by working together in a group you can do it you'd be helping individually on your own or with one other person but when we have this group energy it's amazing just millions and millions and millions of souls both in and out of body come in to partake of this light for the most part these souls are souls that are unaware they carry their own light and they take whatever they need whatever they're ready whatever whatever is right for them in the moment of the partaking. And because this light carries all there is, the totality of all there is, and so it has something for every single soul. And they partake of it almost like drinking water. The soul absorbs the light, what the aspects, aspect or aspects of the light that they're ready to absorb. And they this, this, these aspects, this very high, this higher frequency of light that they're absorbing. it lives within the soul banks of each of these souls, and their own soul is always reaching to become to match it in frequency. And this is the way we evolve. This is the basic building block of evolution. Because when we take in these higher frequency energies, it's, it's we are reaching at the soul level to match it, and we just and we match it at our own rate of speed. It, every everybody is a snowflake. Everybody goes in their own uh, speed. There's no timetable. Evolution is infinite. It never ends. There's no prize for doing it a day or a year or a lifetime sooner than anyone else. There's no prizes here and no soul is ever lost. We will always be evolving on a con- continuous way. But right now, so I don't get too carried away, I want to continue and I want to call in the totality of the conglomerate higher self. This is a energetic, beautiful, energy field. It is the conglomerate of the higher self of Karen and myself and every other listener. As I said, current or future listener, and this conglomerate higher self energy is very powerful. I'm also calling in any other higher self that wish to work with us today, and in fact, many, many, many came in. This is a very powerful conglomerate field, and It is here to... The the higher selves also operate out of the divine will frequency and we have to invite them in just like any other divine will um, frequency. Lastly, I'm asking that we become one, we consciously become one and amalgamate with the originating source of all there is. And it's not that we don't already carry all of those energies, but by inviting in the amalgamation, and it was very intense at that, the moment that I said it. It was like it intensified the energy field even more. It's our guarantee that we're always going to be working and operating from the very highest level. We always want to ask for anything, information, healing, balance, harmony, energy, whatever we're asking for, we want to always do it from the top, And it comes down, it de-intensifies down to the very highest frequency that each and every one of us can handle. And it doesn't have to be similar. I can maybe handle more or less than someone else, and it doesn't matter. And nobody, it's not a matter of comparison. There's, again, there's no uh, better than. We all are an expression of originating source, and we are all equal. We all are as pure and perfect as the next soul. So we want to work at the very highest level, and that's what I want to do for Karen. And now I'm going to be focusing in uh, on Karen specifically. And what I'm going to instruct Karen to do, I'd like each and every one of you to do, each and every listener. But I've, So I think I've said that enough that you can sort of take charge of your own healing but follow along and um, please I encourage you to do whatever I instruct Karen to do all right Karen the first thing that I would like you to do is just one sec I just realized I'm going to put you on mute so you can move around and you can do you know whatever and it won't be um, it won't come out over the air I'll put you back on mic when I'm done Okay, but the first thing that I want, first of all, I am seeing a very beautiful picture. I am seeing a stream of light, like a column of light, coming down from the, symbolically down from the originating source, in through the top of your head, and it's moving through your entire physical body, and it's coming out the bottom of your feet, and it's moving into the pure soul essence of the planet itself, where this divine material balance is located, And I have a feeling that I've already given this to you because, I mean, I just feel like I must have because it came in or it didn't come in. It was already present and I focused and saw it right away, which is a great thing. This means that you are, um, that there's some very powerful energies working and that you are um, connecting well with the the this huge resource of divine material balance now when i say it's anchored there i don't mean an anchor like an anchor for a boat that you can't move because this is an energetic anchor it just simply means that you're allowing the divine material balance to process in through and around the body and i almost see it as if it's moving the energy is moving up through the bottom of your feet and infusing your entire beingness which is not only your physical body but your etheric bodies and this is really great Um, so listeners any one of you that is not connected to the pure soul essence of the planet earth already i would just ask that each and every one of you just simply say to yourself i project into the pure soul essence of the planet earth it's just simply saying the words, utilizing that focus of attention. You can also call in that column of energy from the originating source coming down from the top, through the top of your head, in through and around and down through your feet and, and create a, an exchange of energy, energy pulsing and processing throughout your beingness from various uh, realms. Now, uh, I saw that happen for the listeners, so I'm very pleased with that. Now, I want to ask you, Karen, to begin to release into your own light, and you're familiar with this process, but I want you to be, I'm, I'm seeing, st- okay, this is, what I'm seeing is almost like a flow coming out from, I feel, the stomach area, even the heart area, even the, even the throat and the mouth, and also from the root area, I'm feeling some energies beginning to flow out. These are dark energies. They're related to your pattern. I haven't yet figured out exactly what they are, but you, you know the work, and um, you've already activated the flow. So it's beginning to flow. You're releasing these negative patterns into your light, and as they move into the light, they are neutralized and then absorbed by your light, which is great. Now, let me just see what I'm getting right off the bat is simply that you've had many lives where there's been lack, and um they're all over the map. There's not I don't see one specific pattern as yet. now it may come up, but they they they're kind of all over the map. So I'm seeing things like, being a servant and things like that. I'm seeing things where you've been in very difficult, uh, societies where there was a lot of, not, not a lot of food resources. So just literally there, they were in very uh, harsh environments. So there were times of hunger. There were times uh, where people just didn't have access or, um, you know where there just wasn't enough food. I see you part of large families in different lifetimes where the parents, or parent, because I'm seeing one some some lifetimes with only one parent, where there wasn't enough. Uh, the parent could literally had a hard time getting food into the children's mouths. There's just a number of different scenarios coming in here where you had lack, and so there's a part of you that is carrying sort of a I mean, certainly their lives, and I, I want to just say there's, we've all had good lives. We've all had lives where we haven't had this kind of lack. But you've had lack in some way um, in manifestation of food or of uh, resources or of success or anything along those lines. So you, you have these long things of lack, and it's taken on this. This part of you has sort of, um, okay, wait a minute. You've kind of taken on this, it's almost like a resignation. You're familiar with it. You make peace with it. You have workarounds. You have coping styles. Um, oh, this is interesting. I see times where you've had to become a thief, um, and I don't mean this in any kind of critical way, because trust me, if if this is true for you, it's been true for all of us, where literally out of starvation, you've had to go in and raid orchards or you've had to... Uh, maybe you were a servant in some wealthy mansion and you've had to steal things from the pantry because you have children at home or siblings at home, uh, and so you would take an apple or something. Um, we're not talking about master thievery here. This has been thie- thievery out of necessity. Um, and what, But what's happened is there's this um, this whole idea of I don't have enough and I need to get it from someone else the whole idea of I can't afford or I'm not able to get it on my own and the this is very common very very common it, it, it plays out in different ways I'm not sure if I've said this anywhere um, but the higher self once explained the the commandment of thou shalt not steal and they explained it that of course you know stealing is against the law and all of that but they said the most significant part about that commandment that maybe people don't realize is that when you take from someone else you're also saying at the same time I can't get it for myself I can't do it myself so I have to take it from someone else So when we take without the exchange, it is saying to yourself, I can't afford. And that's what I would like you and all the listeners to please release. Any belief systems that you can't do it yourself, you can't bring it in yourself, you can't afford, you can't, um, you're not capable enough, you're not competent enough, you're not smart enough, you don't have enough degrees, you don't have uh, enough experience, you don't have enough contacts. Whatever the belief system is around, I can't do it for myself, I want you, Karen, and anybody else to release. Because that, and that is really started opening up some areas because there's a sense of powerlessness that comes along with it. It wasn't that you didn't try. It wasn't that you didn't, that, that most of us don't try to earn on our own. However, it, in a lot of situations, when you're in a society that has, you know, subsistent level resources, no matter how hard you try, you're going to be hungry most of your life. And so it's not about that we don't try, there's not it's not about we don't attempt. It's that we've had so many lifetimes where no matter what we tried, we just couldn't we couldn't bring in the resources. And sometimes there was this fevery kind of element because no matter how hard we tried, we couldn't do it for ourselves. But even though none of us are thieves here, the I-can't-afford thing, and I'm not seeing it specifically for you, Karen, but I know it's common for all of us when we go stay in a hotel and we leave taking the robe that they provide or the shampoo or the, you know, whatever, the, the ashtrays or <laughs> thinking oh no biggie or when we have a loss and we're reporting it to the insurance how common is it to you know pad it a little just pad that that claim a little bit either up the value or in, include things that we really didn't have we hadn't really lost and we all do those type of things some in little ways and some more expanded but again it's part of that I can't afford, it, it activates and triggers and, and empowers the I can't afford belief, the I can't afford pattern and self-identity that we carry, and so I'm going to encourage all of you, uh, each and every one of you, and, and it, again, it is no criticism and no judgment whatsoever, it's everybody does it we don't even question it sometimes it's so much a part of us that we don't even think about it sometimes and we're not even aware and we certainly are most likely probably not aware of how it can really entrench the I can't afford beliefs that we carry from a lot of other lives when we truly couldn't afford we truly didn't have the opportunities that we have in this life but just like I said and when I gave that example from a recent client she carried this sort of corollary um, that she was unaware that she just couldn't be more successful or even as successful as family members or what, whomever in her life. That was a corollary she was not aware of. And so that's what I'm finding here. That, and I'm glad it came up because this I can't afford really virtually every single one of us have. And that is really important. We want to release it. We want to release it. We want to release it because part of that is the powerlessness, the helplessness, the hopelessness, that no matter how hard we try. And then on top of that is the self-doubt, what's wrong with me, what's the problem, I'm a loser, I'm a failure, all of those potential things that we all carry. But I want to focus specifically on you, Karen, and see what else is coming up here. Well, this is interesting. I am seeing right now the issue with the your creative side bringing the uh, – and they, they're going hand in hand. I see the creative side and the financial stability um, as going hand in hand because there's something, I'm not sure if I'm, what it is exactly, but there's something very definitely creative about what you do and it can be even more creative. There is still some lack of uh, some holding back, some resistance, some uh, Non manifestation, so to speak, to all that creativity that you carry. You carry a tremendous amount, and um, many different arenas. And so, I want you to release the 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 lack around the create the lack of materializing at the highest level, the creative output, because it is tied to your financial stability. Um, there's some belief systems here that your creativity can't make you as much money as some other arena. There is a determination that you carry to utilize your creativity and to become more to to manifest it more and more. So there is a great desire there which is helping with the releases that you're doing. Because it's not only conscious but at the soul level it's there's a part of you that just doesn't want to hold on to the the old belief systems that being creative is not enough, that in some way it's not going to make you a living, that in some ways it's going to hold you back. And so all of those old belief systems, and I want to just tune in a little bit to that, um, see, see where some of the origins of that come from. Um, Hmm. I've seen this once before but yours is coming up a little differently you've been in situations where you have been a beautiful artist where you have been um, very I see you actually playing the piano or what that type of instrument is not actually a modern day piano it's more of the old fashioned kind um, I see you um actually it feel you feel so unlimited in the creative field it's just amazing to me. I feel artistic abilities i feel I see you um, developing um, artwork there's even I don't know if it's sculpting or Building or something where you're utilizing material, actually hard material, to put things together. Um, but there's a lot of creativity. You're you're one of these what I would call Renaissance people, where you have so much, and the um, and you've been an artist in many different lifetimes in different arenas. And what's happened though in some of these arenas is that. You were, you worked for or with other very prominent artists and sometimes you were more the apprentice or sometimes you were more, uh, in the background and you came to accept in some ways because the, the one or ones that were above you in status or in fame or in, uh, success would would not you know were threatened by anybody underneath or around them, so there was this this you know trying to push others, including you, down, not to acknowledge your your abilities, not to uh, give you credit when you did something that was utilized by these people and so I feel like there's a part of you that grew to accept that 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 was your lot in life so to speak and there's a tremendous amount of frustration here there's a tremendous amount of anger at the same time there's a tremendous amount of you know having to accept it making lemonade out of lemons and so you 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 just decided to focus on the creative and not worry where it took you and in some ways it made those lives more bearable less Horrendous, But there were times, too, where you left the artistic field and you tried something else because you just got so discouraged. So I want you to release the discouragement, the, the feelings of the, the, the experiences and the frustration of being repressed, of pushed, being pushed aside, of not being acknowledged, not being seen, not being um, not given the respect that you deserved. And I want you to start to release all that. And in fact, this has to do with this issue with this this person you're meeting. And I don't know what she's going to say or what her approach is. But I want you to release all this this energy where you're not seen, you're not heard, you're not respected, you're not appreciated by the, some people around you, especially those artists in whatever field you were in that had more status or more success than you did. But it also means that the, the audience, whatever the audience would be, whatever whether it was art buyers or people who listened to the music or whatever you were doing, um, I want you to, those people too, heard the best ones so to speak the the ones that were successful judgments and also couldn't properly see and hear and appreciate your work and so i don't know what this woman or your client whether it's a woman or a man is going to say to you but i want you to release the patterns of not being properly seen properly heard properly respected and all of that it's so important that you be fully seen. And it also means you aren't fully seeing and appreciating and properly respecting yourself because it always begins with the self. If we don't see that, we don't respect, we don't properly see because of course, over these lifetimes, you began to take in those opinions of others. You began to take in those opinions. Those are the authorities. Those are the successful ones. So why wouldn't we listen to them? It was very difficult in these type of lives to find our own self-worth, our own self-value. And I want you to release all the self-judgment, all the lack of self-love, the lack of self-worth, the lack of self-value, the lack of self-respect, and also to, you know, there's definitely pain here. It's been very painful. It's a very painful route that you went there's just been so much discouragement so much uh sadness um sometimes you gave up the creative endeavor and the it it was a a loss pattern because you lost what was so important to you (coughs) excuse me and excuse me sorry you lost what was so important to you, and there's, so there's grief here, and there's loss of the self, there's disconnection because you went to find yourself in other arenas. Doesn't mean that you couldn't do those other arenas because you are, and we all are, so unlimited. But it was it, it, you couldn't really give your heart over to something, another arena, when your real heart was in the creative endeavor. So I want you to release all of that—the pain and the sorrow, the feelings of loss and all the grief around that loss—and I want you to um, release just any feelings about any any feelings that you about yourself that you are less than than whole, you're less than complete, you're less than uh, that you're. You're less than in some way, that you're inferior in some way, that you are unable to, for whatever reason that belief system entails, that you're unable to manifest and reach the full flowering, the full unfoldment of what you have. I also want you to release any of the fears that you have that have been taken on over the years and any of the self-imposed limits uh, that these belief systems and these viewpoints and these self-identities you've taken on are there. And I want you to just keep going. And, And when I said that it was as if this big shell that I, that was around you that was sort of holding you in place started to open up. It was almost like it began to crack and fall away. It's like a series of encrustments around you that have, acted as limiters, that have acted as something to hold you in place, of not quite flowering, of not quite making it, of not quite being able to fully afford, of not quite being able to be secure in the financial arena, to be secure and successful in your, your more creative endeavors, because they do go hand in hand. And so I'm just asking now that you pulse from within, I'm going to call in. Again, divine material balance, divine love, divine acceptance, divine worth, divine value, divine uh, vision, divine understanding, divine expansion, divine possibilities, divine opening. And I'm just seeing you... Expand symbolically and grow, uh, full of light. And as you grow, it's as if these encrustments can no longer contain you. And I want you to pulse these beautiful divine lights we've just activated and called in. And I want you to just pulse it out and and start to crack, you know, almost like Humpty Dumpty or um, something like that. Just want you to start to crack and dissolve and find holes and have that those shells that the shells around you or the layers around you begin to dissolve and fall into your light and just allowing you to do the expansion and if you're doing a great job I'm just seeing it happening um, I'm going to call in divine creativity divine success I want to call in divine destiny um, this creative side of you feels very much a part of your unfoldment. You're already well into it, and you're continuing to move down your your destiny path. Um, you're doing it. You're doing a great job, and I'm just seeing you beaming the light out and beginning and really beginning to make a, di- a difference on this shell. That's this. <laughs> symbolic shell around you energetic shell and it's just really exciting it's it's not completely gone it would be sort of weird to to be gone all at once because we we only have time to deal with certain things and we have layers or pockets of these kind of things and as i've spoken you've triggered the releases again and again from a lot of these pockets And so you've done some really good job. You've done a really good job. I want to just check your energetic field. Um, It feels really, you feel really good. There's a part of you that is sort of in a state of stun because you really have released a lot of stuff. And it is, it can sometimes put us in sort of an energetic state of, oh, my God, what have, you know, almost as if we've worked out for a couple of hours really intensely, and we're like, what, you know, and so there's a bit of that state of stun, but it's such a good thing. The higher cells are now encasing you in a kind of cocoon, um, a kind of cocoon to help you with the acclimation and the absorption and uh, the processing of the shifts that have gone on in your energetic field. It really feels good to me. Um, I want to put you in the healing circle, and the higher self will continue to monitor all of your process and all of what you've been going through. And I'll put you on mic in just a second, but I want to kind of look into the conglomerate field of the listeners, present and future listeners, and see how all of them are doing. And I'm getting a lot of thumbs up there's I see one listener that's been having kind of a problem. Um, there's a resistance or a block to some of the work that we did today. and it's I don't think it's fully conscious because this person wants at the conscious level to do the releases and to get the benefit of the the neutralizing and the empowerment that, that we have done here today but there's some very deep block it's really deep it's so old and it's big and I want to address it now it doesn't mean that all the listeners doesn't have some element of this but there is a very um, it's a very very deep and dark and large place I almost see This person is having a huge boulder, so to speak. It's so big. It's weighting them down, and I have a feeling this person could actually be really heavy, obese even. It feels as if this huge boulder of negative, it's a very negative feeling about, themselves, this this feeling that they are literally nothing, just that they are borderline worthless, lost, unredeemable, just, I can't even think of the strongest words, but it feels like it could very well have manifested into some sort of obesity, and I'm just, really my heart goes out to this person, and Um, If somebody hears this and feels and resonates to it, please contact me, uh, Janet at JanetRichmond.com. Please contact me. Send me an email because I I know I can help this person. And I'm going to just begin. um, I'm going to ask her. It's a woman. And I'm going to ask her higher selves to begin to send in whatever light is needed and necessary to begin to tackle this, this problem. Um, the This weight, this energetic weight of the just this total self-denigration that this person feels uh, at the soul level is so intense that I feel like it's physically holding this person down with the weight. And the person at the conscious mind level may not believe themselves to be this worthless or this... Um, Lost or this unredeemable to this point that I'm seeing. And that's fairly normal. We don't fully grasp the the total package that we're holding at that soul level. There's no way. We can't remember what we've gone through. We don't know how the eons of lifetimes have played out. So this person may not realize, but I'm just reaching out because what is carried in there, we all have pockets of it, This particular pocket is very, very large, but I have a tremendous amount of empathy and uh, really want to help um, this woman to to release this pattern. And even if you don't feel you are this woman, but if you have anything that sort of touches on this kind of deep, deep despair, deep, deep agony, deep, deep shame, deep, deep, deep just The negative emotions that are held within the belief system and within the self-identities is very intense. And I just want each and every one of you who might be listening, if you know anyone, if you are that person, um, please contact me. Okay. So I'm placing that person in the healing circle, and I'm asking her higher self to please step forward and... um, or impress her to contact me in some way, or to have a friend or a family member contact me, because you can also call in for a friend or family member or write in. You can do that, and I can work on that person on the show. You can give a fake name. It's not important. It's not about, oops, maybe somebody will know that I've done it. But if you know anyone like that, even call in, because this will help each and every one of the listeners, each and every one of us, but that person will also get some help. Um, I, I really see that person eating themselves to death. Um, she's so desperate, though, and there's a part of her that has some hope. There is a part of her that is in such a mode of screaming and crying for help. This overeating is her way of saying, help me, I'm drowning. So... I'm hoping that the listeners can hear me and can um, contact me because I am i would like to help. Um, so anyway, enough of that. But I'm like in this place of heartache right at the moment. But I'm going to put um, Karen back on. I'm going to reactivate this. Okay, Karen, hi. Hi.
1: How was it?
0: Are you okay? Yeah, I... It was amazing. I was, oh. like, out of su- such a different uh, place to be in from, you know, just moments before that. I just felt all of it. Oh, I'm so glad. Oh, yay. Yay. It was amazing. <laughs> I, it really was, you know, thorough. Yeah, a lot of things came up. I was glad of that. Um, and, and it was really because at some level, you're like, you've had it. You're, you're determined. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you weren't holding back. It was like, okay, enough. But, and it was exciting, too, because you you're standing there so unlimited. And there are gifts and talents you don't even know you have. Some I'm sure you know. But it, I, didn't, I don't think I even mentioned, but you got the talent with the word, too. Um, that I know Oh, okay, cool But, but I mean, I, you know, I've done all the I've been an artist, I've played the piano I've done, You know, I mean, I've Oh, you know, we're cool. hitting all The point, so um, What was uh, Exciting for me was I was able to look at my Client that I'm meeting And I could see Him holding Me back with his you know rigidity of his uh attitude toward me which which relates to my father's you know attitude growing up toward me so it, you know and it just it's that having you know certain expectations that are like way smaller than what I'm about I guess yeah but, Holds me. It that like you were saying, it's like a. um, What did you like a shell? Just holding me in. Yes, it it kind of holds us in because we take on the belief systems of those people that put it on us. Right. We take on and they become part of who we are, and we don't even not. It's so normal that we don't even think about it consciously all the time, if ever. And um, so you did, you did a great job. I, there was, the show wasn't completely gone, but you did a, put in a major opening, which I was thrilled. Um, and you're just moving through this stuff really fast. I mean, sometimes I don't even get openings with people with this kind of thing. I just get it becomes a little softer or a little more spongy. But even that is a great movement. Uh-huh, but but uh-huh. beyond that to actually shattering some of it and having it fall away and opening it up and that was really great. And um but you've already been working you've already been doing stuff you've already been helping yourself. So it's just the next step. You've taken it on <laughs> a lifestyle more or less. Well, I'm so grateful that you're there at the perfect time and this, you know, you let all this happen. This is just really, it was just so divine. <laughs> well, wonderful. I I'm, i feel the same way, and every session I have with someone really helps me. Like I was saying in the first part of the show, I had a session with someone, and wow, this whole corollary about can't do as well as the people around them. Of course, it makes logical sense, but I'd never actually thought of it. So I get to share it with all of you, which just gives us more, more fodder for all of us to work mm-hmm. on. So that's what I, I love, I, you know, because I'm learning all the time and I'm expanding and I'm utilizing it just like everybody else. So we're all in the same boat, and it's great. So I'm glad you appreciate it. I'm truly glad, and thank you for, for saying such kind words, and I just want to say the same in return. Yay. It's a <laughs> win-win. It is a win-win. It is a win-win. Well, okay. Um, I guess I'll put you back on mute. I'm going to wind up the show. I don't have another caller. And so um, I'm going to say my goodbyes until next week, and I'll go ahead and put you on, on mute. Okay, thanks again, Janet. Okay, thank you so much for calling in. You're welcome. Okay, okay bye. Bye. Okay. So, guys. I hope all of you got some help from that. Uh, whether you could relate to any of the patterns or not, as I keep saying, um, it's powerful healing. We have a lot of stuff we're not aware of. And some of that I have to be sure that you are aware of. And the again, for all of us, and um, I get as much out of the show, out of, as much out of the healings as each and every one of you would get. We are all in the same boat. It isn't about anyone being any better than or any less than anyone else. We're all equals in this process. We're all (laughs) learning and growing and unfolding and moving forward and expanding at our own rate of speed. And this is a really important concept that that all of us can hold on to and know and feel and sense and be be our own purity and our own perfection and our own beauty and just work to neutralize all that, all those blinders, all those false beliefs we carry that are based on misunderstandings, misconceptions, and some very difficult situations and conditions that we've experienced over our very long eons of time, eons of lifetime journey through this human kingdom universe. So, with that, I'm going to say until next week, I thank all the listeners. Please, again, go on my website, janetrichmond.com. There's a ton of stuff there free for you to utilize in your own, on your own to to help yourself. Um, there's also my email, Janet at Please email me. Please email me and ask me for help because it's going to help way more than just you and why not take advantage that's what I'm here for and next week if I don't have any requests like I have this week or any callers I'm going to do the fear anonymous I'm so sorry I didn't get to it this week but it's a carrot (laughs) because all of us carry innumerable fears and the higher selves as I as I have said have brought in just brought in more information for me and haven't They never tell me what to do, but they've encouraged me to talk about and and expand the Fear Anonymous that I started in that pre-tape show. Okay, guys and gals, um, thanks so much, and until next week, have a great week, guys. Bye.